Hello everyone, this is Will. This is Alex. Welcome back to another episode of They Mostly Come Out at Night. Oh baby. Mostly. <laughs> um, Canada. What the fuck? <laughs> I thought you were supposed to be nice and, you know, polite and caring. Apparently in 1981, um, you made... You are supposed to be better than us, Canada. What the well, fuck? Well, in a way... I mean, it got me. I mean, to be fair, it fucking got me. This is better, but in the wrong ways. For some people, it might be the wrong ways. For me, this is this is the right way. No, this is it. Listen, I'm not saying this is bad at all because I actually really enjoyed this. But like, it's it's not for the kitties. Definitely not for the light of heart. No, and not for the kitties. Uh, do not, I repeat, do not watch this with children. Um, I, if, if I, have if, to implore, uh... if I have to implore anything, like I'm, I don't think you should watch many of the movies we watch on this podcast with children. Cause they're probably not a, quite a few of them are very violent. There's a lot of smut and there's a lot of like just weird adult shit going on. But this one, especially this is like, this was a hard watch and like, but it, I mean in a good way, but like, it was like. Is it was hard to watch at times. This is not a. It's not for sensitive souls. Uh, no, and I'd like to consider myself a sensitive soul, so even I was like kind of shook. Yeah, this is. Um, it, it takes um. I don't know. It, I guess I don't know. I mean, it might just be because there's not a lot of movies like this anymore. Yes. But it takes a lot for a horror movie to like get me. To where I'm like, oh my. Yeah, it's been a while since a horror movie actually, like, had this effect on me where I was like, what the fuck? I'm like, like fucking George Takei. Where I'm like, oh my. That's, oh my. That was me during this fucking thing. Well, this movie is intentionally disorienting, uh, which it does very well. Well, subject matter and, also. Um, the subject matter is horrific. Like, the subject matter alone. It is horrific. Is dark, but the execution is also helps so i'm going to tell you the title of the movie but i want to give you the definition of what (laughs) what What it is what it is so noun a male demon believed to have believed to have sexual intercourse with sleeping women uh or a cause of distress or anxiety yeah let me tell you and or a nightmare I, I would consider this movie all three all of those three. things. of those things. So, um, the movie we watched tonight is Incubus. Yeah. Um. Wow. Wonderful. Wonderful film. Now, um. Also, I figured out one of those. You know, one of the paintings. That's an actual. Oh, then the one in the movie. That's a, yeah. an actual depiction of an incubus. Well, how fitting. Um. So, how fitting? Because they actually did that. Um, but yeah, so we we watched Incubus tonight, and uh, wow, there's a lot. Um, it's very a very dark subject matter, and I don't mean to trigger anyone here. So if you're uncomfortable with like, rape. there's there's a lot of rape in this movie. So if you're uncomfortable with that, I totally understand. Don't listen to this episode. Because there's a lot, and we're going to be going over a lot of that. I will say, 
Um, despite, I don't mean to get serious, but if if if, this, if that triggers you, I would say don't watch the movie. Don't watch the movie, and probably don't listen to this podcast because we're gonna be talking about a lot of rape because that's like it's the main focal point that's of the, this movie where the horror comes from. Um, horrific, horrific rapes. I will say um, though, and again, this strengths of the movie, um, despite the subject matter, unlike say a lot of movies like this that came out in the 70s um i do appreciate that this doesn't feel like very exploitive no i wouldn't say it's exploit i don't think it exploits that i just think like it's not meant to amuse you it's supposed to make you feel uncomfortable yeah and it does exactly what it does um none of these scenes are easy to watch they're not fun to watch they are horrific, and it does the job I think it was supposed to be doing. Oh, yeah. The only thing that I will add is, um, it you know, despite the absolute horrific shit going on, um, my fucking cinemaphile brain is deeply appreciative of some fucking amazing cinematography. It was a really well-made movie, too. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, the cinematography is absolutely nuts and on a whole nother level that shouldn't be on a B-movie level. No, but hey... But it it's is. The, it's the 80s. Especially one scene dealing with a wheelchair. That was, oh, like, incredible. So good. But that's probably my favorite. That whole like, scene one is... One of uh, my favorite shots of the yeah. movie. Like, well, like... Oh, so good. But, anyway. So, yeah. If that subject matter triggers you, um, then click away. We totally get it. Yeah, I'm don't, not, don't I'm not going to judge you. Because don't watch... And you definitely don't watch the movie. <laughs> it is a hard movie to find, by the way. Um, we didn't watch it on any streaming service, but I did get a hold of it. So we got a hold of it. Um, but if yeah, you can find, that's it, all we means. can explain. So, but yes. So don't again. I am just putting this warning because we're gonna get into it. Rape is like the main demonic shit. Yeah, demonic rape is what's going on in this movie, and it's like an hour. It's like ninety minutes of that. Yeah. <laughs> So if that makes you uncomfortable, <laughs> peace out. Go to another another episode yeah. and listen to a, a light, a more lighthearted a more, one. Yeah, because this one's gonna be, get a little dark. Yeah, <laughs> that's your warning. We're gonna get into it. So here's Incubus. Um, now we're not gonna go in chronological because we're just gonna go. However, we're just gonna wing it. Yeah, that's how we're doing it. Yeah. So, I don't know, like, I guess we should kind of set up the movie first. Um, well, essentially, I mean, the basic setup is there's, like, a series of, like, kind of, like, increasingly violent rapes in right. this, like, small town. So, we and, get, so the first one basically is, like, these, this couple is at a lake. It's like a, it's like a quarry. I guess we should give, like, the first, let's give the first scene and then yeah. we can kind of, like, set up um, everything there. Mm. So we get like a quarry, um, and it's like this couple, and you know, a woman is sunbathing. A guy tries to like mac, like the guy tries to mac on her. She denies him, and he's like, <laughs> "It's so weird because he's like, you bitch." And then he goes up on the cliff like a little baby, and is jumping in the water. And he jumps in the water. He's like, "Bitch!" But she's like, she's amused, because I guess that's what they do. I don't know. And 
he's like underwater so she's like starting to get worried and you think like oh did the incubus get him but I, no. I also want to interrupt this is literally the only lighthearted scene we get in the entire movie yeah enjoy it like all 90 minutes you get like five minutes of respite enjoy it and baby it, it just plunges you well because the whole this. time like this scene is going on you get like these like cutaways of like something watching them from this like abandoned like shack yeah next to this quarry well you also get kind of snippets of this guy like having trouble sleeping and his like supposed mother like watching over him yeah as he's like he just can't stay asleep they're in this like older house and she's like walking around and being all weird and he's like sweating profusely and like trying to you like... also get a brief shot like when it goes like later to nighttime and the couple's just hanging out there um by that lake you get like a shot where the mother of that guy walks in his room and she looks at his bed. But there's nobody in there. Mm-hmm. So he's gone somewhere. Hmm. But they're hanging out by the lake and the guy's still trying to get his fucking game on. Yeah. So he's like, I know what you want. You want some music. So he puts on some fucking like hard rock and the woman like runs off into like that abandoned cabin. Yeah, like a like a shed. She's just like playing a little like hide and seek with them and he's just like like yelling for her and then we see like a POV of someone like, coming up to her. Yep. And then like she is watching from like a like a pillar and she looks over at the guy and then we see like her like react to something. She screams and the guy is like I'll stop playing around. And then she, like, we get, like, an extended, like, scream of, like, terror. Mm -hmm. And so the guy's, like, freaked out, and he walks up to, like, the shack, and he looks in, and he sees her, like, laying, like, almost naked. On on the ground. Covered in blood. Yep, and she has, like, scratch marks on her back. On her back. And the guy just kind of stands there, freaked out, and then we see, like, like, him gets, he gets smacked with, like. Like a, like a. Like a board. Two by four. Yeah. And we just see, like, the two, like, nails on the 2 by 4 covered in blood. Mm-hmm. And then that's that's how our movie starts. And then it also... And then after that, the um, the guy was having the nightmares. Tim... He goes, he goes back to... He comes back home. ...the house, and the mother is, like, wondering where, she, what's where the, he's what's been. What's going on? He's like, I, I had another, like... Yeah, I had another... I, I couldn't sleep, and I had another nightmare. I had to go for a walk. Yeah. So they're setting up, you know, suspicions for you. So to set up Tim for a minute, um, he kind of like has a lot of these nightmares and he has like these weird episodes where he'll like kind of like, like be sweating profusely and like like a headache. He'll be like half awake, half asleep. And he gets like these like kind of like premonitions of what's going to happen because he sees a lot of victims. And Um, well, basically we get like little until the end, at least. We get these, like, snippets of, of what he's seeing. Well, and we also get, like, snippets of uh, someone being tortured in, like, Yeah, that's stretcher. what I'm talking about. Yeah. Is, like, he gets, like, these, like, permissions like, of, like, a, a naked woman in, like, a medieval, like, torture chamber. Yeah. Getting, with, like, all these guys in robes. Getting, like, on a stretcher. Getting tortured and, like, that's, like, until the end, that's kind of all you see. Yeah. Well, yeah. So you'll see her on the stretcher and then um he kind of freaks out yeah and you don't know why he, i mean until the end but until yeah i'm just saying like he kind of like they go into it a, a couple times where he has these kind of things but it's like 
it's almost like the same thing every single time. Yeah. So I just wanted to set that up. Mm. So then we enter our main character, one of our main characters, the kind of detective um, of the story. You mean the doctor? Yeah. I mean, he kind of becomes like a dual like detective and doctor at some point because he's going all over the place investigating these things. And he's the one who um, has the theory. Yes. So. But he's like, it's like him and his daughter have moved to this small town and he's like the main like town doctor there. He's also, like, the surgeon, I think. We know that, like, he had a wife who's now gone, passed away. But it's just him and the daughter, and he gets, like, you know, called into the hospital and looks at the woman. And the woman in the first, like, scene is alive. But she's in, like, a, I don't know, like, a catatonic state, I guess. But he gets like he does like a quick little report of her, and we find out that basically her uterus was completely like ripped open. They had to do surgery, and she can never have kids. She'll never have kids again because it was so ruptured and damaged that there was like no saving it. Yeah. 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 That's already like again like first fifteen minutes. Yeah, that's um. Um, Get used to that. Um, it, it only escalates more. Well, because even during the surgery scene, like, the girl wakes up and you see a little snippet of her reacting to something, like, on top of her. Yeah, she thinks that there's, like, something there. So she screams, gets up, they have to sedate her and, like, put her down. He also briefly looks at the body of, like, the boy who, um, like, they talk about how, like, he had his spine, like, ripped in half and, like... Like how he had like a the the nail was like shoved into his forehead. Well, they also said like something like one handed put its hand on like his neck and then like crushed it like it was like crushed his windpipe. Yeah. yeah. So there's some like just like crumpled it like it was nothing. Yeah. So they have no idea like how any of that's possible. Right. Any of that. We also in these scenes get like this person who's kind of at the hospital investigating. This, like, yeah, reporter, well, supposedly reporter. We don't really know exactly who she is. Um, I mean, they do say she's a reporter for, like, the town newspaper. But she's always at, like, the crime scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, she always knows where they are. She always, like, is taking pictures. And one of the cops gets really pissed off at her every time because he feels like she's exploiting... The deaths. Cause... The, de- the deaths for, like publicity and views because every time we because when we do see like the news stories that she writes we don't see like the whole thing but you can kind of from what everyone says you can kind of assume that it's it's very focused on like the gory details right it's like a tabloid like a tabloid yeah Yeah. like a like an expo like yeah like showing full frontal like blood and like you know deadly rapes and all this yeah and like tell they're like not really concerned about the actual crime. Yeah. They're more concerned about like the publicity the, of the it crazy all. details of yeah. it all. Um, so he doesn't really like her at all, and she kind of like at one point she even re- reacts really badly to him, like saying like, "Oh, like you need to stop like taking pictures. This is getting way out of hand. Like we know what you're doing it for." And she gets like really upset, and the doctor tries to console her, and she's like, "I don't need." your tenderness yes. at all because this is the the second crime yeah. scene i also um, want to mention um the doctor's daughter is dating 
Tim. Yes, the, the boy dude who's having that, the nightmares. Like, the nightmare dude. So, our second, like, little murder attack, attack is um, at, like, this medieval museum. Yeah. And she's, like, closing up shop for the day, and she's putting, like, some books away, and she... Well, she hears noises. She hears, like, a book fall, and then she goes, like, behind the bookshelf and gets, like, shoved through the bookshelf. Yeah, we just see, like... With her, like, clothes already, like, starting to get ripped off. Yeah, and, and she's, like, trying to run away, and we just see something... Like, shove over a bunch of, like, bookshelves. Turning over all the bookshelves, and then, like, something, like, shoving her against the door. And then she gets, like... There's, like, this shot. It's just, like, a table... And we just see her, like, getting violently, like, dragged across the table by, like, some unseen force. Yeah, and then it, it something shoves her into, like, a, a display of a stretcher. So there's, like, I mean, fitting, I guess. But there is, like, I this... I mean, now di- that we've watched the movie, we know. There's, like, a display of, like, a medieval torture thing of, like, a bunch of monks and, like, a victim being, like, stretched or yes. whatever. And she gets like shoved onto that thing. So we get we get a, probably a good minute of her just screaming, screaming. But like you know at, what's happening at the camera. You know yeah. exactly what's happening. It's not showing anything, thank God. Yeah. But like we know what's happening. You know exactly what's going on. Yeah. And that scene like ends with like, and you see like the they're looking at the aftermath of like all the blood. Oh, there's blood like everywhere. Yeah, and that's when like the fucking reporter gets chewed out. She gets all upset. One of the detectives. She gets upset. But you can tell that, like, our the main character, the doctor, has kind of like a fascination with her. Actually, I have to say this at the end of the episode, but I have an insight on this scene now. Okay. We've seen the whole movie, so. Okay. (laughs) I mean, I I just thought about it, but. Okay. I can't say it yet because that would yeah. that would spoil the end of the movie. The insane ending. Um, so we can't really talk about that. But I do want to talk about is the next scene the farmhouse. Well, no, we get like kind of um more investigating because basically we get so this is like the more insane details of the movie because basically this unlike the first attack, this woman's dead. Yes. Like he this thing. Well, also the first woman. <laughs> I have to go in, like, graphic detail because it's, like, details of the movie. So, like, the first attack, there was no semen. But in this one, there was. There was, like, just an insane amount. An absurd amount. And semen. Because they they actually think it's multiple people. Because of how much there is. So, he gets, like, a sample. And we know that he, like, sends it away. But he's already, like, kind of confused because he says... It has a red hue to it. The whole thing is red. Yeah, and it, like, moves differently than normal, like, like, human semen. Everything about it is unsettling. Right. The whole thing. Um, And then, in the meantime, like... Everything about this movie is unsettling. It's fucking fantastic. Which is great, because I feel like that is entirely in the intention. No, it's fucking fantastic. It, it, it's great. Everything, every single, like, shot, every scene of this movie is off. And it's great. Yes. But we get, like... um. Because the reporter publishes her, like, story, and it's, like, all fucked up, and they want the doctor to, like, Well, because she also blames the cop for not, like, doing a good job. Not doing enough, yeah. And, like, not working hard enough to figure out what's going on. Yeah. So everyone's annoyed at her. Like, all the town officials are annoyed. 
So the doctor goes to like her newspaper office to talk about it. And instead of talking about it, he ends up basically telling her that like she looks like his dead wife. Yes. Because we get a scene. There's a scene earlier with his daughter where he talks about it briefly where like he found his wife having an affair. And after the affair, he was so angry that he like chased her in his car. And we just know that she died. And we get like. We get like a snippet of It's her... like 10 seconds of him like in a car like driving and then just like standing over like a dead body in the road. Now there are some theories you could take away. Maybe he killed Maybe her. Maybe it was his fault. Maybe he accidentally killed her. Maybe he purposely killed her like in rage. I don't know. Um, they don't say anything, which is actually better. Um, no, it's... Trust me, there's a lot of the, fucked up... Uh, it adds to the disorientation, yeah. right? So you have no idea what actually happened. But we also get in that scene, he also says that he started an affair with an 18-year-old Yeah. Um, that was about the same age as his daughter. Which and there's so a lot she of... Was like ups- you know she was upset with it, and it's also maybe the reason they're moving. Well, there's also a lot of weird things... Yeah, because the they daughter. like they like kiss on the lips at one point. Well, the and big he's one, like very overly protective of her. The big one is the very first scene where he comes home, and his daughter's taking a shower, and he looks in the mirror to like and it's like a mirror that's like angled towards like the bathroom, and he just sees his like naked daughter mm-hmm. coming out of the shower, and he kind of looks at her and then just kind of like shakes his head like. Just like almost like snap out of it. Yeah, because he also says at one point that she reminds him of his, of the mother. Yeah, but in this case, with the fucking reporter, he she's straight up. She's like the spitting image of the mother. Like he takes her to his house and like shows her the photograph, and she it's it's like one to one. We also get she's and he very... starts kind of like. I mean, she... he basically starts like a romantic like thing with her she's also very interested in the daughter because remember she picks up the i mean i can't say anything um um, so she picks up the picture of the daughter and she's like oh who's Who's this this? and he's like well she looks kind of evasive it's weird because she he says oh she's just a woman that lives with me and then then she's she's like, like no really who is it and he's like oh she's my daughter yeah like it just weird. Like I think it was like supposed to be a joke, but it like, sounded so. It sounds so weird just saying, "Oh, she's someone that lives with me." Well, this whole movie, it's weird. It's great, but so there's that whole thing developing. Yeah. So yeah, romantic relationship, kind of strained relationship with the daughter. Um, she's dating the dreaming guy. Like whatever. I think we have all those bases covered right now. Yeah, but then we get the. Is this the far- the farmhouse scene? Yeah. Okay. Because um, it's the same thing. Like, the, the fucking Tim's having, like, his... He's freaking out, and it's in the daytime now. We get, like, a, a random family in, like, a kind of a rural house. And, like, there's, like, two daughters. One is in a wheelchair. One's, like, taking a shower, and there's, like, fucking 80s rock playing. And they have, like, a... They have, like, a barn house. And they hear the dog, like, barking and... One of the daughter in the wheelchair is telling the dad, like, oh, like, Chip is barking again. Like, I mean, can you go, like, see what he's barking at? So the dad, like, takes a gun, goes out there. As he's walking, we hear, like, a like a bump, and the dog, like, starts squealing. 
The dad and so walks. The guy like co- uh, the dad cocks his like shotgun because he knows something's, something's wrong. Up. So he goes in and sees the dog like impaled with a fucking like, like pitchfork. Pitch and then he's I, this scene is I like, amazing. And he reacts like so quickly because he he like swings around because he thinks it's like right behind him and a shovel goes right into his neck. We see a shovel like fly into his neck. Like so hard it like starts like severing his head. Yeah, and then he takes and then he accidentally blows his fucking toes off. Yeah, he like aims down and fires and, and we just see like him bleeding out of his neck like his neck half severed. And then he like he like falls He's... down and then he gets dragged away and you just see like his like blasted off toe just and then like... the next thing you see is just something like throwing him through the wall of the barn yes with the shovel still in his neck it's it's amazing mm-hmm. it's fucking incredible so fucking like mean like this, so fucking aggressive this whole, i love it this whole movie is pretty mean-spirited i fucking i love it it's so fucking aggressive and like in your face like, there wasn't even any, like, most movies you'd give, like, a few seconds to, like, process everything no. in that scene. That was literally, like, he finds a dead dog, and then two seconds later, a shovel flies in his neck, and he blows his toes off. Well, they don't give you any time to breathe, because it literally goes into, like, monster vision as it's going into the yeah, fucking it's, house. Yeah, it's amazing, because it's, like, just, yeah. It literally, like, you just you see this guy get thrown out, and then literally it, like, starts going into the house. You see POV to of, attack the daughters. Of something walking through the house. And you're just like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. And then it walks, like, into the bathroom, and, and then we just see, like... It, the, like, watches the 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 woman bathe like bathing herself for like a split second and then it shatters the yeah because just a pov shot of like it's like a glass shower and then all the glass just shatters and she starts screaming and then the daughter in the wheelchair starts rolling over i've never seen this kind of shot in a horror movie and it's great it's like they they rigged the camera to the very bottom of the wheelchair. Yes. So it just follows it from like room to room. And you get like an angle of like right in between her two shoes. Mm-hmm. And it's like as it's wheeling its to, way. But it goes up to like the bathroom door. And you just see like under the crack of the door. You see the other sister like lying on the ground bloody and naked and dead. As yeah, the, like the very like bottom of the very screen. bottom. You can just see it. It's perfect. It's great. It, it's like it's horrific too because but it looks it looks so like it's perfect. It looks so the way they set it up is just ultimate like horror like yeah perfection. But the fucking daughter is like knocking on the door and there's no answer. Then there's and like you see like blood leaking and then she like kind of like just has this like look of horror on her face. And then you just get this shot of like something like busting the door off the hinge and then her screaming and then end. This gave me, like, heavy, like, you know that jump scare from Exorcist 3, like, the yeah. famous one where it's, like, nothing's nothing's happening, and then all of a sudden, like, just, like, immediate. It gave me that, but, like, you know, we, we witnessed something horrific. We knew the girl was dying in the bathroom. We had no idea what was going on. And then the woman doesn't either, and we're like, like, what the fuck? What's going to happen? And then just, like, just the door just blasts towards her and then cut. And then she screams and cuts. Like, it's it was so well edited. It's fantastic. It's like, it, I love that kind of jump scare. That's not, well, technically, it's not even a jump scare because like you're already in 
the shit. Yeah, you already have like high tension at that point. Like right? you like you've already watched two like horrific things on screen. It's just by that point you're just like what the fuck? Yeah, and then it, like the door just blasts and you're just like fuck and then like it just <laughs> and, ends. And it's just like you know, you know in your head what's happening. It's it's amazing. It's fucking fantastic. Yes. The one after this is um the movie theater, isn't it? Well, because we get this brief thing where um, Tim is, like, running through an alleyway, freaking out. And the reporter finds him. And she's like, are you okay? And he's just, like, we get, like, a brief shot of her, like, overlaid with, like, a fucking monk in his nightmare. Yeah. And he just, like, runs away. And he goes up to this movie theater. Hmm. Hmm. He uh, saw her as a... <laughs> we'll find out. Okay. Yeah. Um, but this is another fucking fantastic I, scene. I like this scene is like it, it's so weird but incredible in all the right ways. Like, no, this is so, so much, fantastic. There's so much like weird shit going on in this scene and it's great. It's great because it's like they're in a, like a movie theater but it's showing like a music video. Well, it's not even that. No, it's like an actual like on stage like performance yeah so you get like it's like this band like this rock band and they're doing like a performance with like i just want to mention the song fucking rips the song is fantastic it is great like i want to find that song but you get like all these like crazy like 80s lighting it's like a fucking music video well so they they're they're projecting a light and they're all coming through like the bottom of the light because there's like a fog machine and then the light so they're coming up through the but fog. But they're, like, playing guitars, and their, like, guitar necks are, like... It looks so cool. And like, they're playing I this... love 80s lighting. It's so fucking awesome. Dude, you get you get both. You get 80s lighting and 80s music. Yeah. And, like, this... In the middle of this, as the song is playing, like, this this one girl is in the audience. She goes gets up to go to the bathroom. So she goes in the bathroom. She's sitting in there, and, like, a POV of something in the, going into the bathroom... Following like, her, and like goes into the the other stall and like looks up over her, and then she like is she hears something like fall down in the bathroom, so she starts like putting putting her she, her skirt up her skirt up, and uh, then something like bursts through the door, and then we get like a shot of like some like monster hands. It looks like they look like hairy like werewolf hands almost grabbing her like and like pulling her under the like uh, out from under the stall and it get, and we get like these edits of like her screaming to like the singer like belting out this song. Well, it's also weird because we also get like because on the stage there's a woman like seducing a guy and like cutting all his hair off and like basically a succubus. Because um, the song is about like, I mean the song is about like like a woman like killing you or something it's it, it's basically i think they were trying to go for the allegory of like the songs about like a succubus yeah but this movie's about an incubus yeah so it's like you know it's great it, it is it's really well edited and it's really well shot and the song is like perfect for this we have scene. a great fucking edit. because like yeah the like the woman on screen on stage is like cutting off the dude's hair and is like presumably about to kill him and stuff like that as she's like getting like dragged and like from underneath the stall and we get a great shot where it's like her screaming and then it's just like a mirror that just gets fucking like 
Like someone like smashes it. Yeah, someone smashes it. It gets shattered. So it looks like her face is like the glass falls to the ground, and it's the the detect like the doctor. Yeah, they're all looking over the crime scene, and it's all bloody. And that's literally how they transition, and it was flawless. It's great because the glass literally it shows her like getting shattered on the glass, and then it falls down, and it's the doctor. Yeah, I. It's fucking great. It's 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 awesome, and like. Damn, this scene, like, they have, like, an eagle-eye view of, like, the crime scene. Everyone looking over it. And it's, like, this dirty-ass bathroom, but, like, there's blood everywhere. and like Broken glass, and, like, the door is, like... like, Chalk outline has, like, blood where it happened, and, um, it's insane. Um, like, this whole setup is insane. We... After this, like... You know what I kind of... Um, I don't know if you've... Uh, have you seen... You've seen The Wailing, right? Oh, yeah. You know how they always showed the aftermaths of the, the like, really violent murders? Yeah. Um, it kind of reminded me of that, where it's like they showed, like, the aftermath, but, like, you didn't... You know exactly what happened. You know what happens, yeah. With just seeing the crime scene. Yeah. <laughs> and you get that from seeing the crime scene and, like, their descriptions of, like the women's fucking uteruses and shit. Yeah. Because around this point, um, the doctor's, like, test results have come back to say that, like, it's basically one person's semen that's doing all this. So it's one person. It's really, like, unusual, but it it can't be more than one person. Everyone else in the town is convinced that there's, like, a gang of, like, hooligans doing this. Yes. But he's saying that it has to be one person. We also get, like snippets of like tim's mom like in a dungeon looking through like these old like manuscripts talking about like an incubus yep so she kind of knows what's going on so you know that there's there's some deep conspiracy possibly going on here so now we get basically the trial of tim because they he essentially tells the doctor's daughter that like i think i'm ki- i think i'm the killer like i've killed those people and so so the doctor's daughter like calls the doctor they start like kind of interrogating tim and at this point he's going to take a sample of tim's, of tim's semen. semen and compare it to what they got yes and they do it doesn't match well we also get the kind of like the police chief is like going against the doctor at this point because apparently the um, older woman, Tim's presumably mom, has some a like serious sway in the town. Well, because they mentioned that like there were identical yeah crimes like thirty years ago. Well, and he won't fess up to it because she said, you know, I know people. And I, I, can I have put your you. Job. I put you where you are, basically. Yeah. Like I gave you this, and he's like, yeah, because they're. So the, the Tim's last name is Galen, and they keep saying that like the name of the town is Galen. So it's like their families started the town. Essentially, they're yeah. a fucking big deal, right? But like, yeah, the main detective goes against it. But the doctor is like convinced that there's something that like even though Tim's not responsible, there's something supernatural going yes. on here. So like. And they start looking into like what is an incubus and so they all this they stuff. kind of define an incubus as like a it can like shape shifts into something you desire 
and um, it can invade dreams and it can shift into anything and it just preys on women. Yeah. Um, you know, having intercourse with women. Yeah. That's like its main function. Um, and so they decipher all that while um, the older woman is grabbing like a dagger. Oh, yeah, because they're at the museum. It's like a sacrificial dagger. And she grabs it, and, like, the doctor kind of sees her, and he starts asking, like, what's the deal? And she basically tells him that Tim's mom was persecuted for being a witch. Well, and she's, like, a famous... Like, she comes from a line of witch hunters. Her from, family, the yeah. Galen family, is, like, a line of, yeah, famous witch hunters. Yes, and they're, you know, they were tasked of taking her down, but she had, like, an illegitimate child. And, and she adopted that she child. She couldn't kill the child and took the child. And that child is Tim. Yes. Um, now, one of the doctor's theories is that Tim has a brother... Yeah. That is committing these crimes. Because he doesn't, obviously, because of the match with, like, the semen not matching, he thinks it's not, it can't be Tim. But there's some relation. So, basically, he thinks, he's convinced the dreams have something to do with it, but Tim is basically, like, saying it's, the doctor's basically saying Tim's dreams are either causing the, the murders to happen, so, like, it's, like, pointing out where to invade the women to, like, whoever mm. is going or like some pre premonition, like precognition kind of thing. Yeah. Um, where he knows where it's gonna happen, but doesn't know how to stop it. But his thing is that he's gonna, in his own words, he's gonna induce the dream. Right, because he wants to get down to the bottom of how this all happens. So he wants it to happen so he can know where the next rape victim is gonna be. And like, I guess what the big, big deal is. But they all go to their house. <coughs> And his daughter, doctor's daughter, goes to bed, and he sends the reporter up to, like, look after her because he's scared of her being alone. And in the meantime, he's going to induce the dream in Tim. So he kind of starts talking to him, and he wants him to, like, describe everything that happened. So he tells him about the torture chamber, the woman. Woman getting tortured by, like, monks. And there's something pounding on, like, a metal door trying to get in. And he tells him, like... um. Oh, another thing is, uh, Tim with him has the dagger. Yes. That the mom was getting. Sneaky, sneaky. He now has a dagger with him, but the doctor takes the dagger away. Yeah. So, um, he tells Tim, like, okay, like, let, let the thing in. Let it through the door. Well, because he's so Tim basically is explaining that the girl getting tortured wants the thing to come in, but that Tim himself is like scared. Yes. Like he knows and the monks are scared too. And. Because he knows that whatever that is, is evil. So he left it in. So he tells him, and Tim, like, closes his eyes, kind of goes in, like, a almost a trance, and starts, like, foaming at the mouth. So what's behind door number one, Alex? It's the incubus. Yep. And this fucking thing goes in there, this, and... like, green demon guy. Wrecks everybody, and we see it, like, mounting the woman in the, like, stretcher... And then while it's mounting her, we get a very brief fucking snippet of the daughter. It's the doctor's daughter screaming. Yes. While, like, laying down, presumably on a stretcher. Yeah. And then, like, Tim snaps out of it and, like, run- and like grabs the knife and runs upstairs. And, like, 
he busts in the door, and we, this happens like so fucking quick. I know, and he's like, "I knew it. I, I like, I, kn- I knew I had a sister." Yeah, and like, he's like, "It's you," and then like, he's like looking at the fucking reporter, and he's like, "It's you. I knew it," and he's like going to stab her, and like they have a tussle, and instead she like stabs him. Yes, and so the guy, the doctor, runs up and like wants to know what's going on, and the woman just says like, "Oh, hold me, hold me, protect me, help me." And, like, while it's, like, flashing, like, so she she goes in and out of, like, being the incubus and to not. To herself. Yeah. So it's, like, it's flashing the incubus on her body. And it's, like, at this point, you know. You know that she's the incubus. She's the fucking one. But <laughs> it's not done yet. Because they embrace, and he looks, and his daughter is fucking dead. And we get a, like... This fucking movie. We get a goddamn, like, close-up of, like, her, like, legs. Yep. And, and we just see, like, blood. Blood, like, oozing out. Oozing out of her vagina. Dude, this and movie it just is so dark. fucking ends. Yep. It just, it zooms in on his eye and him realizing it in horror. And, and it, it fucking ends. ends. That's, that's how the movie ends. That's your ending. Oh, my God. I also want to mention, like, a brief scene earlier where um, after the woman from the very, very first attack wakes up, you know, they're trying to find out who the hell was it. Like, did you see it, et cetera. And, like, the cops are all convinced that it's multiple people. Yeah. Because when they asked her, she just kind of nodded her head. Right. But then the doctor, like, asked her again, like, was it one person? She's like, no. And she's like, was it multiple people? And she just says, like, monster. Yeah. Like, it was one that's it. That's all she says. Yep. So, ah! what was that scene? I w- wanted to mention something when we got to the end. I have no remember? idea. I. It was one in the beginning. Oh, shit, what was I it? I mean, the one thing I was going to say is, like... It, well, uh, basically what I was going to allude to, and this is what I was, like, going to try and... Um, basically, the whole time, the Incubus was manipulating the, the doctor. Yeah, because... Um, I mean, like, the implication you can get, obviously this isn't, like, explained explicitly, but, again, if you're not stupid, this is, you'll get it, is that she, it's like he looks at her, and he sees his wife. Right. That he still possibly feels guilt for, because maybe he killed her. Whatever it is, yeah. he, he feels some sort of guilt, pain, and he still, like, longs for her. Yeah, right. And so that's what he sees... That's presumably kind of what his daughter sees. Well, because his daughter even reacts to her, like, when she sees her, I was like, she recognizes her immediately. There's, like, a look of, like, recognition Yeah. for her. Because the incubus is taking form of something that you, de- you they are comfortable with. Are comfortable with a, a desire or whatever. Yeah. Um, But, like, there's another thing where... Because after she gets, like, the reporter gets yelled at by one of the cops... And the doctor tries to, like, comfort her. She's just like, no, I don't. I don't want tenderness. And it's a bit of a... <laughs> a bit of a tell. Well, yeah, because she's inhuman. Because she... Yeah, she... Oh, she clearly has no need for tenderness. No. It's, she's um, a fucking incubus. From what we see in the fucking movie. Which is weird because it's not, like... it. She's not a succubus. It's just an incubus disguising itself as... As a woman. As a woman. Yeah to like manipulate this doctor yeah to basically go fucking 
go to town. Because it just wants to, like, fuck around. And, yeah. like, you know, just... And it's weird. It's it's funny because it like takes the form of a reporter as well. So it's like a well-known reporter of the town. Yeah. Um. And so like it's always there. It's always there. It's always there at the crime scene. Mm-hmm. Always there to report and. Well, and we know it's like it's been around forever because it like thirty years ago it went on another like uh, another rampage. Yeah. I'm guessing because I don't really like tell you explicitly, but I mean it's, I'm almost assuming that like with, like, the age of, like, Tim and everything, that, like, the 30 year ago was, like, it was, like, the first, it was basically the incubus that maybe, um, like, uh, like, you know, impregnated Tim's mom, I'm guessing. Most likely, yeah. Because he's old enough for that, like, Mm -hmm. I'm assuming that. Yeah. Again, they don't need to tell us this. I just, no. you just think it in your head. I mean, there's lots of things you can decipher, right? Because you can watch the movie over again knowing that she's the but incubus she's the one, now yeah. and see more of, like, how she manipulates everyone in the town. And, that, and how, like, kind of, like, distant she is yeah. about everything. Right. Well, and disconnected from everything. Yeah. You know, because she's just there all the time but like you don't really get a like a backstory for her no she doesn't really and she has no information oh that, that's what i wanted to mention okay so remember when she sees this picture of the daughter yeah and she's immediately interested that's obviously like a tell yeah you know now that you watch the movie over again it's like it, there's a reason she was so interested in the daughter yeah because you could tell it was like immediate yeah when it like first happened and you're just like, why Why was she so, like... Fascinated by fascinated, that. Fascinated, but yeah. now we know. Yeah, you know by the fucking ending. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> this movie is actually nuts. It's very dark. Uh, the subject matter is very disturbing. Listen, I live for this shit. Uh, it's great. It is a good, it's a good horror movie. It really is, because it gets... It, it, it's not like, like, ooh, booga, booga, booga. It's like kind of just like really disorienting and like disgusting but like in the best way possible you know like it tells a good like horror story what i like is that um, it is horrific it's like it's almost like a slasher vibe going on yeah which i i i always dig that but again it's just like that dark subject matter and the fact that like the way it's filmed is so like aggressive and just mean-spirited. It almost had, like, a species vibe to it. Yeah. It's just, like... It's just, like, it's relentless. Yes, because species is pretty, like, horrific, Sexual too. and, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but, like, I mean, it's basically, like, at first they the men want it. And, and then... And then all of a sudden they realize what the fuck is going yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> and then it becomes very aggressive and very, like, forced. Yeah. And, you know, it just wants to reproduce reproduce magical so yeah it, it gave me like serious like species vibe but this is before species but yeah um you know like each it, just it's that kind of thing where it's like very unwanted but like that's the intention and mm-hmm. uh they did it very effectively no i i love this um and it's a great it's a great little horror movie i mean it's great from canada like good job holy crap um, like you I'm, did a good job considering uh I mean, no one talks about this fucking thing. 
good job. No, like, I don't know. Like, I think more people should because it's, it's a good, like, in, like, demonic invasion movie. It just, I mean, look, like I said, um. It has good pacing, good acting. If you want, you know, if you want to watch a horror movie and actually be, like, horrified, you want a movie to get to you, this is. I wasn't spooked, but I definitely was horrified. Yeah, it's not like, you know, there's no, like, ooga booga jump scares, but it's relentless. Yes. Like, the whole movie is relentless. And, and I like the word you use. It's relentless and aggressive. Yeah, like, it's, it's not light. It's it's a mean, aggressive horror movie. And there's a lot of those. There's a lot of those where we're getting to, and I'm fucking glad, because for me, like, to, to like uh, for a horror movie to get to me... There's like two things. Either you can make like a, a like a thing that like kind of gets under your skin, where it's not like overtly horrific, but it just kind of gets under your skin, like you know something like the innocence. Or the other side is you can make something like this, where it's just so fucking aggressive and mean and relentless that it like that's how it gets under your skin. Mm-hmm. Where it's just like you think that the movie might like chill chill the fuck out but it doesn't yeah it's like you know another good example of that kind of movie i think of is like a uh, hereditary yeah um because that movie does not let up it's like it's along it, that like you you have to sit in the shit in that movie yeah it's along similar lines where yes. it's just like where it's just relentless and very mean and it's like it starts out with like starts out mean but that first scene is like the least like aggressive and the least relentless scene. Yes. And then, and it, then it just fucking so fucking quickly ramps up. Yes. So that by the end of the movie you're just on the edge of your seat, like what the fuck? Mm-hmm. And then you get that ending. Yeah, and like that's talking about both movies. Of just pure fucking evil, yeah. Yeah, just it's it's pure fucking evil. Yeah. And it and in the end evil wins yeah. in these movies. So it's like I don't know. It's 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 good. If you can find it, I would say watch it. Um, yeah, um, definitely give this a watch because it's it's a really really good horror film. I'm pretty sure. I mean, I don't know if it's in the U.S., but I'm fairly sure this did get like a Blu-ray release through like some independent company. Yeah. Which, um, if you can find this movie in HD, do it. Please do. If you got the fucking cojones. Yep. To handle this if you got, fucking insanity? If you got the guts to handle it, you, I think you can. If you're like, you know, if you're... If you've if you've sat through Hereditary, I think you can sit through this one. Yeah, if you've sat through, like... Not that it's the same subject matter, but, like, it's kind of along the li- same lines of, like, how, like, just aggressive and mean these movies can be. Yeah. So if you've sat through, like, maybe even, like, Midsummer. Yeah. Um, because Midsummer, well, uh, Midsummer is a little different because it's very like bright and very like yeah, you know, it it's a little too, it's like it's uh, has like so many like overtones of like blossoming and shit like that. It's also like two and a half hours long. There's a lot of shit going on for, <laughs> in uh in Midsummer, but anyway, if if you sat through like movies like like Hereditary, um, I would say like. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Or Ch- yeah, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, anything like that. Just like that atmosphere of like... I think like grimy and... Aggression. Yes. Where it's just like the filmmakers pushing your fucking buttons. 
It's... Or even if like you want a more modern one, like uh, Hills Have Eyes. Oh yeah. Yeah. If you like can deal with that kind of like aggressive, like horrific horror movie. Yeah. Because Hills Have Eyes is mean. It's fantastic. It's it's gritty and it's mean. Um, but uh, like the remake of Hills Have Eyes, yeah. not the original, but. I do prefer the remake. I do like the remake too. But anyway, we're not talking about the remake. Here. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, if you can sit through those, you can definitely sit through this one. Um, I would definitely suggest that if you do like that kind of horror movie, if that's not for you, then do not. Just stay very far away from this horror no, movie. No, if you no, made no. it this far in the podcast and you're just like, no. what the fuck is wrong with you guys? Why are you watching this kind of movie? Because it's fucking fantastic. It's good. It's well made. It's really good. And it's meant to make you feel uncomfortable. That was the intention. Trust me, it's a horror. This it horrified me. Yes. <laughs> it's not like we were sitting there like really like, oh yeah, this is amazing. I love all the subject matters in this. No. No, it horrified me. It was horrible. And that's that, why that's it's why awesome. That's why it's good. Like it fucking got like, that. Like don't get us wrong. We don't like the subject matter. We just, it, it horrified us. It's fucking great. It's great. So yeah, go, go watch uh, this movie. Like go watch find it. it. Yeah. Yes. Find this movie and watch it. I implore you. Shitty to pretty, because I know mine. I think it's a not like a nine or a ten. I think ten probably. I'm giving it a ten. Just like sheer entertain, and it's a it's just a it's a well made film too. Well, I was, I was ready to give this a ten when the farmhouse scene ended. Yeah, that was like, that was so fucking violent and aggressive and like well shot. I was like, yeah, this is fucking that wheelchair shot. I've never yeah. seen anything like that. That was incredible. That whole thing with like the music and the POV shots. It was so well set up. And like how quick. I guess right there's not even like a fucking setup. You're just fucking like, oh, it's a family in a farmhouse. Oh, fuck. Like, <laughs> well, you get you get no time to breathe in that scene. It's too. great. Because everything happens like just like, you know, dog is barking. He goes to investigate. Bam, 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 bam. Like, dead, 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 dead. Yeah. Like, it's just like... <laughs> and that, like, hard cut on, like, her screaming with the door busting open. Like, I w- that scene, I was like, yeah, 10. Yep. And thankfully, after that, the movie didn't, like, fucking fall off a cliff. And, yeah, it's a 10 for me. I don't even need to think about it. Yeah. This is fucking... Like, this definitely contender of best of the best. Um, like, this is one of those movies that, like, if like, people, like, ask me... Like, oh, recommend, like, a horror movie for me. Like, recommend something that'll, like, get under my skin. This is that kind of movie that I'll be like, Incubus. Yeah. Like, if you can find this movie, fucking watch this. You want to be fucking horrified? (laughs) You want to be horrified to where it's, like, not, like, it's not exploitive. Because that's the big thing I love about, like, 80s horror. Because, like, 70s has a lot of, like, exploitation movies that are, like, they're obviously pushing the limits. But they're just, like the filmmaking's kind of shit, mm-hmm. kind of poop. Yeah. The acting's kind of fucking community theater. But then you get to the 80s, and it's like, they're pushing those fucking buttons, but the cinematography and, like, the filmmaking quality is, like, significantly better. And the acting's also better, so that, like, when you're oh, watching... Absolutely, yeah. When you're watching the horrible shit happen, you're just like, oh. And, look, in the words of George Decay. Oh my, that was me. <laughs> We're just getting really well-made movies, and like, um, where it's like it's still like a B movie, but, but it's 
they're reaching higher. Like what I like is you can tell the technology is advancing to where like things look better. Not um, just technology, but like like lighting's better. They're um the people making it are more well, they're also being more innovative, right? So, like, we get better shots. We get, like, more tracking shots. We get more technology with, like, how to set up a camera on certain things, like the bottom of a wheelchair. And we get, like, a lot of, like, innovative ideas um, that you don't see a lot anymore. No. Because, like, um, you don't – with no budget, you have to work within, like, certain parameters. So, it's, like – you kind of, like, sometimes you get lightning in a bottle. Like, you get to make a good movie that has no budget because you had to do workarounds because there's no budget. So Sometimes it looks... all it takes is a, a fucking <laughs> a film crew that knows what they're doing. And I'm sorry, like, also, quick cuts are always good in horror movies. Like, if you have something really horrific but you don't want to, like, focus too much on it. Where it, like, will look like, fake. Like the fucking Incubus monster. Or where, like, yeah, or where, like, he blows off his toes. Like, you didn't want to focus too much on that because, you know, you might look into, like, how fake it looks. But they don't give you time to look at that because he blows off his foot and then it immediately cuts to him getting dragged yeah. away. You just get a fucking explosion of blood and gore into your fucking face. And then he gets dragged away and then he gets thrown out a window. It's fantastic. They don't focus on anything for too long that's yeah. what i like about these like kind of horror movies because even in the 80s it's like they kind of more understood what actually like makes people scared because in the 70s it was like really weird because like they would focus too much on certain things or like it'd be like some guy just lurking around and like following people and that was like what was scary like or a, you just like you a know... stalker scary i get that but they'd focus way too much on that. Yeah, they'd just be like, or look, like, we're so cool. We can have a guy carrying a camera. Well, also, again, you know, we mentioned 80s lighting a lot because we love it. But, like, in the 70s, we got a lot of dark, dark films where you could not see fucking what was going on at all. Like, the lighting was fucking awful. Yeah, they were just like, we don't need fucking Or they took you lighting. out of the movie completely with Day for Night, which I'm glad that is not... I mean, it's probably going to be a thing. I mean, I'm sure. I'm a sure lot we'll of get something. Still use that, but like, but still, it doesn't seem to be as uh, prevalent not, as it. Definitely uh, not with this movie. Yeah, no. So the nighttime scenes I don't are know. night. I, there's just something to be said about '80s horror. I just think it's good. Yeah. Uh, I think it's uh, underappreciated. Sometimes. You know what else I love about '80s horror? Will it's a nice 90 minutes. Mm-hmm. 90 minutes you're in and out and it gets all of its fucking themes in there oh, all of your spooks in 90 minutes and that's it you don't need any anything extra yep it's great and it's like even if you don't like the movie it's only 90 minutes exactly not like, you're not commitment. wasting your time like seriously and, you, and if you really don't like it just turn it off but like i yeah. mean if you want to finish it to the end because you want to see the story you're literally only spending like an hour and a half that's it it's it's not like a big ask. It's not like some fucking newer horror movies that are like over two hours long, and this, you're just like, why? This ain't Lord of the Rings, okay? No, like you don't have to plant your ass in a seat for four hours. You no, know? like a horror movie. If if it's over ninety minutes, you better be making a fucking fucking like a top ten masterpiece. It better scare the ever living fuck out of me. Okay? Yeah, like you better be fucking bold. 
Like, if I'm going to sit my ass in a chair for longer than an hour and 30 minutes for a horror movie, I know it's my favorite genre, but, like, come on. Like, you better be that's fucking... A, that's a lot to ask of yeah. an audience of a horror movie. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it better be fucking good. It better be amazing. But anyway, the greatest. I think we're rambling a little bit. That's oh, fine. It's fine. Um, yeah, I think that's all I have to say about uh, Incubus. Same. So, that's... yeah. I guess That's we'll, it. we'll leave it there. This has been Will. This has been Alex. We'll talk to you all later. Bye. Bye. Thank you, Canada. Bye. Oh. <laughs>